Hey y'all, welcome to Freedom. Um, to be honest, I haven't been feeling so free lately, but that is my own doing and not the Lord's. There is freedom in Christ Jesus when you accept Christ Jesus, when you surrender to him and you let him have his way in your life, in your heart, in your mind, there is freedom. And I can't lie to y'all, I have not been letting God do that. I have not been agreeing with his ways. (laughs) It's so silly. Um, I've been hurt. I've been hurt by the church. I've been hurt by church people. And it's been really, really hard not projecting my experience onto the Lord as if that's his character. Because intellectually, I know that God is good. God is faithful. God is true. God hasn't changed not one bit he is the I am the alpha the omega he is the beginning and the end and yet I found myself as scripture says God resists the proud honey (laughs) I'm getting claustrophobic over here I'm, I'm pushed against the wall and I can't move um and it's like, why Why would you even try to fight God? Like, there's really no way out of this. I'm, I'm going to be 100% real with you. Like, there is no way out. Like, when you're called, when, when, <laughs> I'm like crying right now. When God calls your name, it's too late you're in you're stuck you can't go anywhere because you're called he chose you and your calling will chase you it doesn't matter how far you run you will end up at square one every time because the plans of the lord will be fulfilled he will have his way Whether you think you're walking in the way or not, his will is being done because he's God. He's big God. That's just, that's just how he is, you know? And for some reason, I have, I've tried to be the potter. (laughs) I've tried to be the potter and the clay. That's crazy, right? That doesn't even make any sense. Like logically, The clay can't be the potter. (laughs) You don't even know which way the wheel turns. (laughs) Oh, Lord, help me. Yeah, so I've, I've been just driving the struggle bus because I just... I haven't been trusting God and I just want to speak to anyone right now in in your season where you feel like you just don't trust him right now for whatever reason and I just want you to know that you're not alone 
but I also want to let you know that the sooner you get up off your 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 touche, <laughs> the quicker <laughs> the quicker the healing process can begin. Let me tell you, because there's a reason why you're trying to walk away. There's something that you don't want to address. There's a fear um, that you just really don't want to care for. But I'm here to tell you, you don't have a choice. <laughs> you know, I, I look out my window. This is a metaphor. But I, I look out my window and I see people living their life. And I think about who I used to be, the things I used to do. And I'm like, well, I want to do that again. I want to do that. I want to go have some worldly fun. And I tried and it didn't work. It failed. I literally couldn't go through with like sin. Like I couldn't, I couldn't go through with it because the Holy Spirit so I'm realizing that you you can't run away like even Jonah like his little three days in the whale I mean it didn't matter if it was three days or a year like when he when he when it was his time to be called out of the whale like he had to do what the Lord had called him to do like it's your it's your mm, I can't I can't even sit here with a straight face and say it's really your choice because it's not like you surrendered that the first time you said yes you you surrendered that and it's crazy because God's never gonna stop chasing after you you know I was so upset. I was so upset. Oops, excuse me. I was so upset with the Lord because I was like, God, like, why did you choose me? I feel like I didn't really have a choice. I feel like you showed me the truth and I just really didn't have a choice. I had to follow it. And now here I am two years later after my yes. And I'm like, I just feel like I didn't really get a choice in the matter. Like, I didn't really know what I was getting into. I didn't realize how much of a big commitment this was. I don't know if I can do this, you know. Like, I just don't feel equipped to, like, do what he's asking me to do. And I realized that um, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not equipped for it. But he's given me everything that I need in him. So therefore I am equipped for it because I have him. And it's the same for you. Just like Moses, you know, when the Lord was calling out to him in the burning bush and he had all these excuses like, God, like, I can't, I don't have great speech. <laughs> God was just like, you know, I'll provide for you whatever you need. I'll give you resources. I'll I'll use your brother. 
you know, when Elijah was in the cave, God was like, what are you doing here? And Elijah had all these excuses like, well, there's no more prophets. <laughs> and, and God was basically like, don't worry about that. And he had prophets already reserved. And, and that's when the story of Elisha, that's when his story starts. When Elijah walked out of that cave, Elisha's story started. And so whatever God is calling you to, it's not really just about you, but somebody is depending on you coming out of that cave. Somebody is depending on on you just saying yes to that burning bush. It's really not about you. Jonah, he had a whole city to preach the gospel, to preach the repentance to a whole city, a whole nation of people. Sometimes we have to step outside of ourselves and realize that in every sense, in every way, God does things to preserve those he loves. Even Joseph, his, his own brothers sold him into slavery. They sold him. He became the second in command in Egypt. At that time, the largest economic system, the, the richest, the richest at that time. And he became second in command. And, and God raised him in that time to preserve his people, to preserve the promise that he gave to Abraham. God didn't just exalt, exalt Joseph just to be like from rags to riches because that like no he he did that to preserve his people that and and to preserve the line of judah because guess what david came from that line and jesus came from that line god always saves his people and he uses people to save them And the only way that it was going to work for Joseph is if he forgave. He had to forgive his brothers for what they did to him. He had to look beyond the past and look forward to the things ahead. He knew the promise. He knew who he was. He knew his real name. It's time to get up out that cave and look ahead to what's in front of you, to forget the past. God is waiting. He's so patient. He's so loving. And I want to say, if you felt like me, like, why me? Like, why did you save me? Like, eh. you know what? Don't be ungrateful, okay? He loved you so much. He said, not her. 
not him. She's mine. He's mine. Okay? You're so loved. You're worthy. You're equipped. God will supply all your needs. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time. God is good. And he will save you out of the affliction. But don't be mad at him that he put you through it. He did it to save you. Amen. We love the Lord. Amen. And the church said, Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. (laughs) Praise God.